0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: Welcome to the Seattle Mariners Baseball Podcast.
0: I meat
2: stop singer! Toss on up the first in time to get seven! Specialist Fernando Abad and the Mariners lead it five to four. Goodbye baseball. Straight away center field. Nolan Cruz go back to back. And the king when the Mariners needed him the most. Two hits over seven. Scoreless innings.
1: Now here's your host Gary Hill. All right. Welcome back Seattle Mariners baseball podcast. Gary Hill here. Thanks for being here once again. Hopefully you had. A good weekend? Not a good weekend for the Mariners as they go down in Toronto. They lose all four in the four-game set, swept aside in the four games, including all three, since we chatted over the weekend. It was such a promising start to the road trip after taking the first two in Philadelphia, the offense going bananas in the first two, but That was not the case in the four games against the Toronto Blue Jays. Robinson Cano down out for that series, and that showed up offensively. Coming up on this podcast, we're going to hear from Edgar Martinez, Mariners hitting coach. He sits down with Rick Riz. Fun conversation. Greg Green will be here as the Mariners return home, which is a good thing. Mariners have played very well at Safeco Field, and Greg Green's going to talk about everything that's happening on this homestand coming up also the week that was but for the mariners taking on the blue jays in a four game set losing on thursday seven to two coming back on friday and just not able to get much going at all on friday that was a four nothing blue jays win on saturday i mean it's hard to believe but more injuries
2: the windup and the one one pitch Strike on the outside corner, one and two on Goins. Well, Ryan Weber certainly has arrived as
3: advertised, throwing strikes, and our time is called. Here comes, oh no, Taylor Motter out to the mound, and now Weber is holding his right arm. a trainer coming out to check up on Weber, and he is really holding his right bicep right now, and this is the last thing in the world the Mariners need to see. I cannot believe this. Scott Service has got to wonder what in the world is going on.
1: So, yes, Weber, who was pitching well, leaves the game with an arm injury. He goes to the DL. And it's amazing when you look at all the transactions, all the injuries for the Mariners. In fact, since setting their opening day roster right before the start of the season, the Mariners have made 64 transactions involving the 40-man roster in 42 days that's one transaction every 15 hours and 45 minutes the longest stretch this season without a roster move April 15th to April 20th a stretch of 6 days and during this uh, 6 game trip the Mariners made 11 transactions as they are trying to overcome a lot of injuries and I think this was a series where the injuries caught up to them a little bit When you look at Robinson Cano, not in the lineup, obviously a massive force in the lineup. I mean, you saw what he did against Philadelphia, a future Hall of Famer, not in the lineup. And then the bullpen has had to carry a heavy load going into action yesterday, the second most bullpen innings in the month of May, just behind the Cubs. And remember, the Cubs played an 18-inning game this month, which messes with the numbers a little bit. So the bullpen is throwing a ton of innings, a ton of pitches, which isn't a surprise with four starters on the disabled list. And it just continues as they are in survival mode, trying to survive to get to June where they have a lot of home games and hopefully some healthy bodies coming back as well. So it just, it struck them again. Now that being said, despite the injuries, Mariners able to take a lead
2: the 1-1 to Dyson. Swinging a ground ball up the middle, and it's into center field for a base hit. Valencia to third, make of the turn. Pilar Cox's arm back has no throw. Valencia slides across home, claps his hands, and Gerard Dyson has given the Mariners a 2-1 lead here in the sixth inning.
1: Unfortunately, the pen couldn't hold it. One run in the sixth to tie it. Three in the seventh, two more in the eighth. And Toronto gets that game. They scored 11 runs in the series from the sixth inning on. And then you turn your attention to game four of the series, and it was a back-and-forth ball game, a close one. Miranda on the mound, and he pitched well.
2: One on two outs. Runner goes. Bautista the pitch and a swing and a miss for strike three. That is strikeout number seven for Ariel Miranda. And that retires the side here in the bottom of the fourth inning. That's it for Toronto and what an afternoon for Miranda. Through four innings of play, seven strikeouts.
1: He ends up going just five innings. His pitch count elevated thanks to three walks and eight punch shots. So he did that all on 100 pitches in the game, and certainly kept the Mariners in the game. Em's facing Aaron Sanchez, first time he has pitched in a while, coming off the DL, and he was sharp. 78 pitches on a pitch count, but five innings. Just five hits, no earned runs, and again, the Mariners in a very close ball game. Toronto scores two in the sixth, thanks to a Justin Smoke home run. Two to one, Toronto leading, but the Mariners tie it in the seventh. It was Dyson again, this time, though, with a long ball.
2: Next pitch to Dyson. He swings, clobbers this out to right field. This is going, going, and this ball is gone at the back of the bullpen wall. Gerard Dyson's first home run of the season has tied this game up at two apiece. What a way to start the seventh, Gerard Dyson. And
1: then in the ninth inning, Edwin Diaz on, trying to get this one into extra innings.
2: Diaz, glove hand off of his left knee to get the sign. Here's the pitch on the way. Fastball, swing, and a fly ball deep to left field. Going and going. Goodbye, baseball Kevin Pilar with a walk-off home run here in the bottom of the ninth inning, and the Blue Jays win it 3-2, and they sweep the Mariners in the four-game series.
1: Yeah, no two ways about it. That was a painful series as the M's go down in a sweep. Here's Scott's service after the game.
4: Yeah, Toronto was not kind to us. Um, As hot as we came in here, uh, we leave just as cold, so uh, you know, you know, today's game. I thought we competed very well. Uh, you know, uh, their guy had good stuff. You know, uh, we knew that he always has a good arm and, and competes well as, as well. But uh, you know, just the, the home runs got us today. We made a couple mistakes. Um, you know, the, the one two pitch to smoke uh, in, a, in a bad spot. And he's been swinging the bat very good. But you we know, went with a little different approach, trying to flip those guys. He and uh, Morales today, the switch hitters in the middle of the lineup. And you know. Um, it almost worked <laughs> not quite but uh, uh and then polar has been swinging the bat probably as hot as anybody in the league so um you know we will round it together and, and get back home and uh you know get back on track again but you know it, it's unfortunate um it's disappointing but uh, our guys continue to compete and it'll be okay hey, Scott, I mean, it's got i it's easy to look at the
2: two homers but you scored six runs Four games. That's that's the issue.
4: Yeah, it? that's really what cooled off. Obviously, our bats. Uh, as good as we were going uh, the last couple of games at home, and then picked it up in Philly. You know, we just didn't have that kind of. The line was not moving. I talk all the time about you know passing the baton and keeping the line moving. And it just wasn't the case in this series. Uh, they did a good job pitching against us. They, they did. Uh, you know, um, it, it does happen at times. It is you know it's the big leagues. But uh, you know we'll get back home, uh, get it back going again, and you know get this. Turned in the right direction. We we get really close to getting over the hump. Um, I thought Miranda gave us a very good outing today. Um, Really battled um, against that team over there. Even though their record's not great, they're starting to get hot and they're swinging the bat much better. So Miranda gave Miranda gave us a really good effort.
2: Was working. I mean, he he seemed to have a strikeout pitch today.
4: Yeah, he was, had all his pitches. He had the back and forth, and that allows his fastball to play up. And then the swing and miss on some of the fastballs, deep in counts. Um, Slider was better today. Um, he had a good groove. I think he struck out four or five in a row there at one point. Um, but, you know, it did, the pitch count did get up. We tried to get as much as we could out of him, and then, you know, went to the pen.
1: So there it is. That's the skipper after what is a painful weekend. Toronto takes them all. Mariners like to bounce back. And it's not easy. Long flight. And turn around and play tonight, 7-10 first pitch. Mariners and A's, the first of three. Gallardo against Sean Manaya, the lefty coming off the uh, DL, making his first start in a couple of weeks. Chase DeYoung will go on Tuesday, 7-10 first pitch. Andrew Triggs will get the call for the A's. And then Christian Bergman on Wednesday, 7-10, against Jesse Hahn, game three of the series. Then White Sox come in for four coming up after that. So we'll talk more about that as we get closer to the weekend. But the A's for three. Mariners have played really well at home, and they look to keep the home roll going and wipe away the memories from a very tough weekend. So let's uh, turn the page and listen to Rick Riz with Edgar Martinez.
3: A chance to visit with Mariners hitting coach, Edgar Martinez. And Edgar, today a very special day. Happy Mother's Day to your beautiful wife, Holly, your mom, and especially your grandmother. Because, Edgar, I remember you telling me many years ago about when your folks were getting ready to fly to New York, you were 11 years old, you didn't want to go. You hit on the roof of your grandparents' house and your grandma and grandpa said, I don't think he wants to go, let him stay here in Puerto Rico. What kind of influence was your grandmother on shaping a young Edgar Martinez at the age of 11 and you finally got down that roof?
5: yes um, you know that's uh, a decision I made uh, they take care of me since I was uh, one year old so um, at 11 uh, my family my mom and dad got together again and uh, I didn't want to I didn't want to go so uh, I want to stay with my grandparents and um, the influence they had on me is uh, uh, it's, it's been amazing I mean um, they all I see from them is uh, uh, hard work, you know, they work very hard, um, <clears throat> very lo- loyal, to, uh, but um, uh, they were big in discipline, respect, and and, and uh, hard work, yeah. so that, 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 that helped me through my uh, young years. Glad you came off that roof,
3: a lot of love and hard work, and... Edgar Martinez became one of the greatest hitters I've ever seen. Let's talk about the offense on this ball club. I want to start with the guy at the top, Gene Segura. Led the National League in hits last year with 203. This guy has been so much fun to watch. What makes Gene Segura such a good hitter?
5: He's able to um, to use the whole field. Uh, he have great bat speed. Um, and he, he makes contact. I mean, when he swings, he do not yeah. miss uh, often. And um, he waits on the ball for a long time uh, with, with quick hands. He gave him the, uh, the opportunity to use the whole field. Uh, and he worked hard. He yeah. he's, uh, put his work in and um, he just gave everything he had right there at the plate. So it's fun to watch. How rewarding
3: is it for you, right? Edgar, uh, as the hitting coach on this ball club, to see the success Mitch Haniger had in April, hopefully he comes back real soon, of uh, Ben Gamble and the young hitters on this team do as
5: well as they're doing? Yes, um, they. Um, uh, I mean, I'm very impressed with uh, Mitch. Uh, the way he wo- goes about his his job, he works. He prepares really well. Uh, he studied the pitchers. He's. I mean, he does all the right things. Um, the right thing that people that are being productive in the league for a long time they do those things. And at his young age, he, he is. He just worked the way a veteran player works, um, and uh, it's fun to watch. Plus, he has the skill, very good hitter, use whole field, and uh, he put professional at bats every time, uh, very consistent. Gamal, he's uh, the same, he's, he's fun to watch. He's uh, um, you know He's been able to make some adjustments, and, and uh, again, he use whole field, and yeah, he's able to, uh, he don't expand the zone very often, so. Uh, That give him the chance to be in good counts.
1: And here's Greg Green to get you ready for the weekend.
5: Game one of a two-series
2: homestand. The Oakland A's coming to town starting tomorrow night. Then the Chicago White Sox and to shed a little more light on what's coming up on the homestand from the Mariners' fine marketing department. The coolest man at Safeco Field, Greg Green, joins us from Seattle. Gigi, how are things?
0: Uh, I'm good. I uh, Letting my wife sleep in for Mother's Day and uh, getting an opportunity to talk to you. What could be better? (laughs) <laughs> i uh, i couldn't
2: agree more hey this is uh it's yeah. going to be really good to come back home uh we'll put the passport in the drawer for another year after uh, our return flight uh, but there is uh, a lot coming up uh, at safeco field the mariners finally getting back home and i know this is something we have been uh, talking to uh, some great lengths about gg something that has become one of the more popular promotions
0: bark of the park night is back it is coming back on uh, thursday we got to- a few Bark in the Park nights uh, fans can take part of with their pooches uh, just by going to mariners.com slash bark. It's a great event. Um, there are tons of dogs there. Um, we were expecting uh, close to, uh, uh, I think, 700 dogs at the first, maybe more. And uh, you can watch the game with your pooch. You get a ticket for your pooch and yourself uh, for 50 bucks plus uh, a nice giveaway item and you get to uh, walk the bases with your pooch or run, if you'd like, uh, after the game. So that's, uh, that's always a fun one.
2: Yeah, this has become – this is still kind of a new promotion, if I'm remembering right, Gigi, but this has become such a thing that, like, you guys added Bark the Park Nights in years past because it was, it was just an overwhelming popular event, right?
0: Yeah, you know, there's a stat that floats around about how there's more dogs per capita in Seattle than there are children so it, it only makes sense that in this kind of dog loving city that uh this is a a really fun great event for for fans um you know i we have We have a lot of folks in the office that will will buy tickets for their their pooches and sit up in that section because it's one of their favorite nights to go and um yeah if you haven't checked it out yet uh go go to a bark at the park they're they're great there's there's all kinds of treats and and fun activities for the dogs during the game and um we promised to tone down the fireworks as well so the, the dogs don't get freaked out because they could be a little loud. And I remember I had a dog once that got kind of you know, skittish around fireworks. So we're, we're backing off of those as well on, on Bark at the Park night.
2: Good, very good call. Nice call there. Hey, uh, we've got the, uh, the first-ever Kuma Bear hoodie Nights on uh, the very following night, of Friday night against the White Sox. This looks like uh, one of the more elaborate uh, giveaways that you can wear around baseball this season.
0: Yeah, this is, a, this is a pretty nice giveaway. You know, we did the bear, Kuma Bear hat uh, a, a few years ago, and that was well-received. And we mm-hmm. brainstormed, how do we take this to the next level? And um, we got this great, you know, hooded sweatshirt. Big, kind of thick uh, material. Um, and it's got the, uh, the Kuma Bear hoodie on top of it. And uh, it looks great. It feels great. And, um, you know, first 15,000 fans are going to pick one of those up. We got a few different sizes, so if you're Looking for a particular size, I encourage you to get there early on Friday night for uh, for co- the first ever Kuma Bear hoodie night.
2: Yeah, college night as well on Friday. And, man, Gigi just keeps coming. Saturday night, Jay Buhner bobblehead. This is a beauty. And then on Sunday, it's a second-chance Mother's Day with the uh, Mariners Beach Toads. So th- you've got a Thursday, Friday, think- Saturday, Sunday especially. you got a lot going on.
0: There is a lot going on. And, um, you know, Buhner signed uh, 19 of those bobbleheads right on his own forehead there. Uh, those <laughs> are randomly inserted. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, uh, there's going to be 19 lucky fans that will pick up an autographed J.P. or bobblehead. If you don't have a Mother's Day gift, take mom to the ballpark next Sunday. Uh, mom's 10, first 10,000 moms get a nice beach tote. Uh, all kids get an uh, equipment bag for Little League Day, so it's going to be a great day at the ballpark next Sunday. Um, so many great reasons to come up to the safe field uh, next week.
2: Okay, I don't know where you're storing all these things, but uh, it's impressive how much stuff you're giving away at this upcoming homestand. Thank you, Gigi. It's always good catching up with you a little bit.
1: And finally, The Week That Was.
2: This is The Week That Was.
1: A look
4: back
5: on highlights and events of the Mariners' past week
2: on Mariners Magazine.
4: One deal, Six
5: one swung on broken, Matt Luford,
2: center field, that's going to tie it. Heredia scores. Dyson right behind him. Segura
5: to third. Danny Valencia has tied it up in the seventh. New ball game here at Safeco Field.
2: The set and the 2-0 to Kyle. Swing and a drive. Deep to right center field. Back she goes. Two to the wall. Goodbye baseball. Kyle Seeger giving the Mariners a 4-3 lead here. In. Edwin looks in. The sign from Gosiewicz. Here we go. The 3-2 pitch swing the ground ball back to the ball. Eddie's got it. Runs the first. Underhand toss over there. In time to get to Shields. The ball game is over. The Mariners win it. Four-three. Edwin Diaz, nicknamed Sugar. How sweet it is. man, can
5: because he mixes it with love and makes the world taste good
2: high fly ball right field Saunders is just turning and watching this is gone for a two-run homer from Robinson Cano number seven of the season for Robbie has put the Mariners on the board it's now 4-2 Philly Two fans swing and a well hit ball deep to right field by Gamble going and going. Goodbye, baseball, and he gives the Mariners a 5 4 lead. Yes, indeed, here in the top of the fourth inning. Here comes the 3 2 swing laced high left field carrying back by the wall, and this bangs off the bottom of the wall. Segura to second, on to third, making the turn. Segura coming home, he slides, he's safe, beats the throw, and Ben himself a night in Philadelphia. He has tied this game at nine in the top of the seventh. Gamble reaches for the fifth time in as many tries. And he has now driven in his fourth run. You know, it's
3: gotta be one of the best games you've
4: played. Probably at any level. To be completely honest with you, you know, um, got some good
1: pitches to hit tonight, um, took some close ones. You know, just you know I felt comfortable, you know, I was putting myself in good positions to hit and Took some good
2: The 1-1 one, one to Motter. Swing in a line drive. Fair ball down the left field line all the way to the corner. Sugar running third with a go-ahead run. In its second, Taylor Motter with a double. And the Mariners have the lead. 10-9 here in the top of the ninth inning. And, yes, indeed, Motter makes the difference here late in the ballgame. game. 2-2 to Galvis. Fastball swing and a missed Strike three. And the ballgame is over. The Mariners come from behind and they win it. A final score of 10-9 over the Philadelphia Phillies
4: can't say enough about our our guys and um, you know we grind our uh, cleanup hitters not in there for most of the night the second baseman has to come out of the game and and our young guys they just continue to grind it and took us a while but we got the pitching straightened out there at the end of the game and and the guys out of the pen did a really nice job so awesome win you know guys did not quit at any point in that game we just keep grinding at bat at a time and keep the line moving and I did it tonight. That was fun. But
2: the 1-0 swing and a crack shot left field. This has distance and this is gone for a mammoth opposite field dinger from Robinson Cano. He has homered in back-to-back games, his eighth of the season. The 1-0 to Ruiz. He swings, rifles his high. Left center field towards the gap, and this is off the very base of the wall. Seeger scores. Valencia is coming home. Dyson puts on the Jets. He crosses home plate standing, and Carlos Ruiz has cleared him off with a double out to left center field.
0: I was trying to enjoy, you know, these two games here, man. So, I don't know what is going to happen after this year, but uh, that was a real special come to Philadelphia and then get that ovation on the fans do it Here's
2: the pitch of the way. swinging a drive straightaway center field. Pilar to the one. He tracked to the wall looks up. Goodbye baseball. In and out of the second level above the batter's eye. Nelly Cruz, his eighth home run of the season. He loves hitting here at Rogers Center. A two-run home run, and the Mariners have a 2-0 lead.